Hello everyone and welcome to Pop Rocks Interviews, a place where we talk to up-and-coming artists and learn about their new music. Today, we have someone who is no stranger to our show, Jenny Kern. Jenny Kern is a New York-based, Toronto-born indie singer-songwriter who, according to A&R Factory, has amassed plenty of attention with her magnetic vocal style and emotively piercing lyricism. In fall 2019, Jenny recorded two singles, Satellite and Now We Know, with producer Andy Seltzer, which highlighted intimate songwriting along with a dreamy indie pop sound. Jenny's first single release of 2021, Coming Back For Me, is another collaboration with producer Andy Seltzer. Jenny's music has been placed on several Spotify editorial playlists, including Fresh Finds, Indie All-Stars, and New Music Friday, which collectively have well over 1 million followers. I got to catch up with Jenny Kern live on air to talk about her latest single coming back for me and hear about what we can expect from her this year. Hope you enjoy. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Oh. Look at you in your new studio. I know, right? I'm feeling fancy. Look at you in your fancy. studio. I mean, yeah, I'm in my, it's my apartment, but yeah. That's a dope. It looks amazing. How many, gu- how many guitars do you have? It looks so nice. Got got my got my guitar set up there. Uh, it's gorge. It's gorge. If I turn this down. I got my keys here. Oh my god! Right there, ready. So yeah, at, no, at any time you could where just. I go to write. Like this is this. I come to write here. So Aww, that's awesome. Like my, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so happy yeah. to see you. I know it's been a long time. I mean, it's been it's crazy. It's been a year since we've chatted, like I know. on the radio, but it's been a year. In general, <laughs> it's been a it's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. I know. When I was looking at that the picture of you and I that I posted today, I was like, "Oh my god, we were so like naive and like just right." I didn't bushy tail. I know. Like, we're like, like, oh, everything was fine. Yeah, everything we're like, twenty twenty is gonna be a great year, uh, <laughs> but but it happened. Uh, yeah. But you know, as we know, it, it was a super like uh emotional year in general but uh something i i love about you is that you are always very open about about um struggling or being a musician or just struggling with mental health in general um why do you i know this is like heavy right away but um why do you feel like it's so important to be open and honest with your followers and your fans well I mean, I guess from someone who has been in a such a rough place before, it it's super helpful to recognize it. And it's like until you recognize that something's wrong, you can't do nothing. No one can do anything about it. You know, no one can help you. No, every everyone can 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 point it out. But until you recognize it in yourself that something's going on, um, yeah, nothing can happen. So I think for me, what I want to put forward is that it's okay to not feel okay and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be in a good headspace in whatever capacity that is. And that's all part of life and it's part of the process. And then, and if you recognize that, that's one, that's just like the next step of being okay. So that's just, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And do you feel like um, you have a lot of good engagement and connection with the with your fans and people who follow you? Do you feel like um, people have been really receptive and and talkative um, with you in terms of their mental health or or things that they're struggling with? Oh my god, yeah, so much. So I actually had a couple people reach out this past. Um, I 
I forget it, maybe it was the fall. I, I posted something about my very deeply um, descriptive experience with mental health and, and, and you know, how, how that's progressed. And I had a couple people reach out being like, oh my God, I have never told anyone, but I feel like this and I don't know what to do. And, you know, it had to, it's really hard because you're in a position where you have to guide someone into saying certain things or, or talking to certain people. And, you know, what you say is important because what you say can affect people. Um, but yes, no, people definitely reach out. Um, and it's game changing to me because if I can say something and then that reaches out to another person and they feel like they can change something for themselves, you know, like that's, that's the most important thing. Totally. And, and I think it's something you're doing, which I thoroughly appreciate from someone who is, I'm usually a little closed off in terms of like sharing emotions all the time. But something I love is that you are so open about it. And as we all know, there is that stigma around mental health and talking about it openly. And so I think it's uh, refreshing to go to your page and see uh, someone who is fine talking about, or maybe not fine, maybe it's hard, but someone who is at least willing to be vulnerable um, and and open up. Yeah, no, I, I, I think fi- obviously fine is, this has been a crazy <laughs> year and, and I've, I've learned, I thought, I thought I'd seen the worst of whatever mental health issues I had. And then obviously the pandemic happened and then, you know, it was, it was a whole new set of issues. And, um, I think, you know, I guess it's just, I don't know about being fine with it, but I think it's important to talk about it because it hurts me to see people struggle with it and not feel like it's okay to, to talk about it. So totally um, doesn't mean it's comfortable doesn't yeah. mean it's easy yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, mean it's easy. <laughs> and especially like it, it must not be easy also to 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 when you're opening up to also then you're kind of having other people open up to you too could probably feel overwhelming although probably nice um to to be able to connect but maybe a little bit overwhelming <laughs> oh for sure yeah, yeah there's definitely i i had one person reach out to me about um you know, zero names, but they were battling, battling cancer and it was struggling with their mental health. And I was like, I don't know what to, I, I, I feel like I'm afraid of what I can say to you because I don't know what to say because I don't feel like I'm in a position where I can give, you know, professional guidance to anyone. All I can say is this is my story and this is what I've done and this is how, what's helped me. And this is what I think can help you. And so, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's yeah. definitely, it's heavy. It's heavy. But you know what? It's also, I mean, it's at a time where a lot of people, obviously last year, we're all struggling with similar things, but I like how you also talked about being a musician in 2020. And I felt like that's not something that at first a lot of people were talking about. Um, it was something that I was seeing that obviously I follow all musicians. <laughs> so it was something that I started seeing. But you were one of the first to open up to be like, this is hard to be a musician. And this is why. Like, And, and it had all of these um, things that I think a lot of people didn't notice that um, musicians need. And it's not always streams or playlists, um, which is, you know, playlists are important. But it was a lot more of the touring, of the merch, of the all these things that uh, you weren't able to do. You weren't able to go out and, and play shows. 
Um, something I did want to talk about, though, um, is your songwriting process. And I was wondering if that changed for you a little bit over the past year. Yeah, I mean, I think it changed in the sense that I really honed in more on my sound and what felt comfortable to to write about in terms of melodies or content or, um, you know, it, it was hard, though, to go back to your previous point. It, it's it's been incredibly hard to write in a time where things aren't moving. It's, you know, it's not like I, I know I have to write because I know I'm going to go on tour and mm-hmm. I need to have songs to go on tour, you know. Yep. So yep. Um, I think it just it helped in the sense that I could sit down and and really just be like, what's going on? Like, let's just assess that and let's really hone in on that and let's write about that. Mm, Love Uh, that. Yeah. I've heard from other musicians that, um, I mean, and just in general, uh, it it was hard to stay inspired during quarantine. Um, What was something that that, uh, helped you stay inspired? I think it was a matter of... I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but I was like, I love, I love doing this and I love what I do and I'm going to create content and I'm going to figure out a way to create content. And so, um, I just opened up with myself and started exploring. I started, you know, doing research on sounds and like what I really wanted to produce and like what kind of sonic space I wanted to create. And so for me, that was very much an inspiring component where I was like, this is what I want to hear. This is the kind of sound I want to hear. And so I wrote to that. I like wrote songs and then I thought in my mind, I was like, this is how it's going to sound when it's produced out for sure. Well, that's incredible because you really have created, I mean, from your first EP um, to what we're starting to hear over the past year uh, with satellite, and now we know you. That was, I feel like, your first introduction to maybe this new soundscape, and then coming back for me uh, is again within this same soundscape, but it takes it like even more, like builds on the past and takes yeah. it to a new to a new sound. But that's cool. I was going to ask you about um, what kind of um, inspired you to to create this new sound Uh, I don't even know if that's able to be answered (laughs) yeah I don't know I I, again I was listening to a lot of artists and I think a lot of artists do this where they hear they hear a sonic component to someone's song and they they add it to a playlist and they're like I I need to expand on that I need to like discover that Um, and for me I was listening to a lot of music but I also realized I wanted to take more risks with my with my sound because what I had produced was great and I'm so proud of it. But I knew I, it just could be expanded. I knew we could go further. And so this was an opportunity to create an EP that took the sonic space further and just like took risks. We, yeah. we just took risks. I love it. I honestly, it's funny. I like, I, I was about to put this song out and I was like, it's going to be too weird for people. It's not like <laughs> too weird. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it so much. And, and it, it doesn't, the thing is, it doesn't stray too far. Like it's so like authentic 
uniquely you. Like you can tell this is like your sound. Um, and, and your songwriting has still stayed like so great and, and it's still so emotional and so raw. It just, it just adds like that depth to it that I love. Um, and speaking of, so we've only heard coming back for me for, for whatever, whatever new stuff is coming out. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the song? Sure. Yeah. So I wrote this song back in July, um, I had gone through a really long writing rut from the spring. I Pandemic hit, no inspiration, everything shut down. I was like, I can't write, can't do it, nothing. And then, um, and then I started going to therapy again, which was the best decision I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just started exploring writing again. I was doing little things every day. And then... Um, this song came about because I had just moved in on my own. I was living alone for the first time ever in a pandemic. And I was exploring the concept of being by myself and learning to be okay with it. And so this song is really all about that. It's all about this concept of understanding yourself and your your faults and your your bad mistakes and your bad habits and all those things and just like learning to be okay with it. Oh, and it's something that is so relatable, of course, to to a lot of people who are feeling the same way. Um, and it's very of the times, but it, it's not like specific to to the pandemic. Um, how like as a listener, how has the the response been from from people? Like you said, you were you maybe were feeling a little nervous putting it out because it, it's kind of different in terms of soundscape. But what? How are people feeling about it? Yeah, I was super nervous. I just just like this the production, everything was unique, it, and and I'm so proud of it. And it's been kind of a surreal response to me, to be honest. Like. I had expectations. I had no expectations. I was just like, I'm, I'm so proud of this. I'm going to put it out. And then all of a sudden now it's, it's been on Spotify playlists and, uh, you know, the radio, like XP, yeah. XPN and, and world cafe. And it's, it's just like, to me, I'm, <laughs> it's kind of surreal. It's, I don't know. I like didn't expect it. So I, I think what, what, is most important to me and what makes me really happy is that it's clearly striking a chord. Um, um, it's striking a chord with people and it's, it's hitting people. And, and I think that's the most important thing is that I wrote a song that people are connecting with what I wrote. Um, whether that's musically or lyrically, like it's, yeah. Yeah. I was so psyched. I, I like, what I love is that obviously I live on playlists, uh, <laughs> as I know that you you also love playlists oh, yeah. as well. Oh yeah. Um, I know. I was like so. I get so hyped when I'm like going. Like I listen to my new music Friday every every Friday, of course. Um, and then I go and I see you on it, and I'm like screaming because I am so excited for you. Well deserved, of course. But I'm I'm mostly like ah, I know her. Like, <laughs> this is great. Um, but yeah, it's really cool that it's get, getting the recognition that that it deserves. Um, one, of, one of my favorite parts of it 
And again, we'll probably continue to talk about the soundscape because that is something that's uh, well clearly important to you as well. Um, is this the build? There's such a build in the whole song, and especially towards the end. And it's not like this hits you over the head build, but it is this really slight like instrumentation like differences that kind of creates this bigger thing at the end. Um, when you first wrote the song, is that something that you originally intended and pictured in your head? Yeah. So I knew for sure that I wanted to have a build in this song because a huge part of it is this process of coming to terms with with being alone and being okay with it and just like that process. And it's really hard. And I wrote a bridge that changes key, like it changes to a major. And um, I knew I wanted some sort of instrumentation change. And I worked with these like legends of producers, um, Andy Seltzer and Carson Cody. And I was just like, guys, I need, I need, I need the build. It's got to happen. And then, you know, Carson sent me back these, you know, electric guitar, fuzzy electric guitar things. And I I was just like, yes, yes, this is what, this is, this is it. This is it. And so it, you know, it was kind of a weird process to do this thing remotely, but um, it, I'm so happy with the way this build came out because I was inspired by a lot of things um, and yeah, it just, it came out exactly in my mind. I was like, I, this is what I want. And it came out oh, exactly what I wanted. That's so. amazing. And I mean, yeah, both incredible producers. Um, also must be helpful that Andy Seltzer, uh, you've had a few songs with him before, right? Satellite and Now We Know was both with them. So at least he knows kind of your, your vibe in your head. <laughs> I think so. I think he, yeah, there's, they're starting to learn kind of what goes on in my mind yeah. in terms of music. So I send things to them all the time and yeah. Nice. So I'm dying to know, uh, from what you can tell me, what can we expect next from you? Yes. So I have a new single coming out, um, announcement on exact date very, very soon, uh, but I have the final mix. It's being mastered. It's it. I I think it's it's my favorite song I've ever done. Um, to be honest, um, in so many ways, lyrically, in you know, musically, with instrumentation and percussion, it's just uh, I'm so excited about it. Everyone, everyone who I speak to about it, my manager, I'm just like, this is a smash. This is. <laughs> was a winner and he's like oh my god wait you're actually saying this about your own music I was like no 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 this is a smash um yeah so and then we're gonna release a four song EP um and it's it's just like a whole profound like sonic universe and I just I want people to just it to be kind of one of those things you know when you listen to an EP and you're like or or an album and you click start to finish and you just don't want to turn it off Mm mm-hmm that's my my goal is that I put out something that people are like, I just want to click play and I want to listen to all four songs and I and I don't want to turn it off. It's yes. just that's it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I am so excited to hear more and to hear what's next. Um, one, I don't know if this is the same song, but you did post. Uh, I had to ask you because I've been dying to know, but I didn't want to text you about it. Um, you posted that there was a Jenny Kern bop or a possibility. <laughs> Is that happening? Is this like a bop in like a pop bop? Terms? You know what? I think it could be a sad bop. Ooh, and that's like, that's the best vibe. 
We love yeah. sad bop. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely could potentially to some people fall under the category of a sad bop for oh, sure. Yes. Okay, cool. I was, I was curious. I was like, oh, bop. <laughs> I did. I, I did post that. Yes. yes. I, I like, think it's because I got the final production mix pack and I was like, this is a sad bop. This is it. This I did it. I did it. Yeah. Sad bop is a dream. That's that's it's a whole genre in its own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, oh, so I'm I'm really excited. Um, something that I also love chatting with you about, and we have every single time because we have pretty much the same taste in music, <laughs> is um, I'm curious what artists you've been listening to lately. Oh, um, yeah. So it's not news it's you heard it here first it's not news um <laughs> i i absolutely loved punisher by mm. phoebe um it was it was my favorite album of 2020 i'm still spinning it like every day um it's i'm obsessed um but i've been listening to a lot of a japanese house lately um she put out an EP and chewing cotton wool or something mm. like that. Mm -hmm. um, it was it, amazing. Um, and uh, I've actually been getting back into the 1975 mm. um, and just appreciating all that they do musically yeah. and everything they do is amazing. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I listen. I, I you know me. I like listen to so much indie music. Harrison Storm, uh, Tom Spate, uh, all these guys that people just need to. Axel Flovent, like these guys that are just so talented. Um, Scout, I love mm -hmm. Scout. I love I'm Scout now. Scout I think you introduced me to Scout. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Scout fan. Um, they know it. They know how much I love them. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think there's so much amazing indie music out there. And, you know, it's it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, everyone go only listen to indie music. There's amazing music, but there's so many underrated artists mm -hmm. out there who are putting out such authentic music. And it's, yeah, I just want people to listen to it totally. so badly. Definitely. And now is the time to, I mean, it's always the time, but now especially is the time to listen and support and, and listen to artists that, uh, that that are up and coming or that are new or that are just putting out songs or yeah I think that's um and just sharing the artists that people are listening to I also know on, on a side note we were talking about the new Arlo Parks and I have not stopped oh listening God. to that since last what it was just it's Friday but so good it's, it's one of those things she's I she's 20 years old I, I know my mind my mind is blown I that know Normally I'd be upset, but then when Jay Bird <laughs> came out with her full length album, I, I was like, oh, you're 19. OK, cool. Good chat. Um, I know. I, know. Yeah. I was I mean, I was very, very lucky and fortunate to talk to Arlo Parks last year. And I and I asked her a sub. I mean, I knew how old she was. It just didn't register because she's also like way more mature than me. And oh. <laughs> like, it's like so stupid. And I think I asked her about something like growing up. Did you listen to Bella? like she is like a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you are growing up. Yeah. You she was like, up. oh, you mean like last year? Like what the like, like in yeah. high school, what did you listen to? That was like yesterday. So, yeah. The record is um, it, the, it's honestly the, the songwriting. She she's very 
specific in her writing. She really writes from like real experiences, which is so cool. And she has such a unique sound. Like no one sounds like her. Yep. Which I love when people come out with that because it's you deserve to be have the recognition you're getting because you don't sound you don't sound like anybody else. Yep. It's you true. You sound like Arlo Parks. You sound just like you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it really it it was it was it's a really good album. So anyone listening, go. Go check it out because it's it's great. Um, And so I wanted to ask you this, even though I thought I think you you semi kind of answered because you picked some good ones from 2020. But I was thinking so you have a playlist on Spotify called Jenny's Picks. It's really good. People should follow. Actually, it almost has a thousand like a a, like a thousand followers. Like it has a bunch. I'm like, all right, (laughs) we're getting there. We're getting. Yeah, I just looked. I was like, oh, shoot. okay. Um, So it's a dope playlist. And I know you like making playlists. If you could only pick three albums from 2020 from last year to listen to ever again. The rest are just done. And this includes EPs too. Um, What are the albums or EPs from last year would you continue to listen to? Okay. Punisher, number one, hands down. Yep. Um, Chewing Cotton Wool. Um, And my... I I say patterns by Scout. Mm-hmm. It's just my it just hit me gut instinct. I was like, I love that. I love that EP so much. So yeah, awesome, great choices. Of course, I mean anything you said. Because there was, be you know, what there were a lot of really good singles out in 2020, and I think people teased a lot of music. Um, mm. There there I, there there was a record that came out in 2021. I don't know if it counts into 2020 <laughs> that's that's um, we'll count it there's no rules we'll count it. so yeah axel flowman put out a record called you stay by the sea and it's um it's beautiful it's just it's so beautiful uh authentic and the songwriting and the production and everything is just like so richly wonderful so um that would be if i had to pick that into the category yes those would be the those would be the ones nice awesome um, all right. Before I let you go, a few random, random questions. Um, so I, I feel like this is sometimes we think about quarantine and we think about the past year. And obviously, it's not always like a positive thought for the year. But to make it positive, what was one of your favorite memories during quarantine? Probably something like seeing my nephew walk for the first time. Oh, that's so I, sweet. Uh, that to me, I remember we were in the park and he was just, he stood up and he just walked over to my brother-in-law and I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. I was like, I don't have kids, but this is cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait, that's so great. That's an awesome memory that regardless of, of quarantine, that is a really, really cool thing from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, you know what? I'm going to end there because that's such a cute, positive way to end. Like, come on, there's nothing else I could ever, I could ask that, that would, that could be top that. So cool. <laughs> um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today to chat with me again. It's, it's always fun to have you on. I always yeah. appreciate this. I love being on here. I love, this is one of my favorite radio stations you play the best music i mean you know we share a similar taste in music but you play the best music and it's uh, yeah i'm just so grateful so thank you so much thank you i hope you have a great rest of your night you too (laughs) all right what's up yes see ya
Thanks for listening to this episode of Pop Rocks Interviews. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Pop Rocks is a live radio show that plays new music every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Radio Free Brooklyn. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at PopRocksBK, and you can find all our interviews and more at PopRocksBK.com. I'm Evan Bieber. Tune in next time to hear another episode of Pop Rocks.